Hey, uh, as, how, how many are, are, are grateful winter's over? Shoot. Man, you took the plow off the side by side. You know, it's awesome. Uh, it, you, you know what? As we get, as we get going in, in, into the summer months, uh, we're going to have a, a couple changes. We're going to go to a summer schedule. Uh, but I, I want to remind you uh, also, though, remember faith, F, find your strength. A, act like a believer. I, increase your praise. T, talk life. H, have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Hey, we're going to have fun whether you like it or not. Uh, you know, what's weird is there's a lot of people that don't think church should be fun. Or they take something and, and they, they do, you know, it's like, I don't know what it is. There's just something, maybe, maybe it's deep in all of us, but it's like we've got to figure out how to make sure that anything that we're given to do isn't fun. Instead of making sure that everything we put our hand to is filled with joy. You know, Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness. Don't that sound like fun? Huh? You know, I, I mean, you, you know, you, 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 you're going to get busy, right? You're going to get busy. There's going to be graduations. There's going to be weddings. There's going to be uh, family outings. There's going to be vacations. Well, have fun. I mean, you know, we're going to make this the summer of fun. Okay? And you might show up at church someday, and who knows what's going to happen. We're going to have a circus. You know, I, I don't know. We're going to have some fun this summer, okay? Matter of fact, uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, the Summer Grow Group's uh, uh, semester, you know, it's kind of a shorter one, but, uh, and by the way, you, you need to, you need to hook up and you need to make connections, you need to get outside your box and you need to you know, just take a little bit of a risk and, and like connect to new people, right? It's so funny to look at you guys. Cause it's like, every time I say something you don't want to do, you're going to go like, make me. It, it's, it's, it's how I felt when Shelby said, no, you ain't changing ice cream. Did you hear her challenge me right here? She was standing right here and challenged me. She said something about the ice cream. What'd you say? Don't, don't, don't say it again. And I said, I said, I'm, I, no, she goes, it ain't going to change. I said, no, it's changing. I'm changing the ice cream. No, you're not going to change the ice cream. You know, yeah. <laughs> right in church. So we're going to change the ice cream. I'm changing it. I'm ch Matter of fact, uh, what's that? Oh, chocolate. Serve there and you might be in part of that decision-making process. Um, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to have fun, but here, here, I am going to make some change, so enjoy it, enjoy it all summer, but when school starts, we're going to give ice cream away to little kids, okay, you, like you're three foot and under, but if you're over three foot, you got to pay something for it. I'm making a change. If you're over three foot tall, you put some money in, and then when, 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 when ice cream's making a profit, we'll consider chocolate, okay, so one weekend a month, okay, something like that. <laughs> Uh, one of the grow group things we're going to do, which I'm kind of excited about, we're going to call it the traveling taco. And what we're going to do is we're going to sell tickets in the Saturday and Sunday services. And, uh, and, and so you buy your ticket, which is actually paying for your tacos, okay? So it's not like you have to pay to, to hang. But, but, uh, but what you do is you show up here on a Friday night. You don't have to go every, every week, but we're hoping to get, uh, but we're going to take the, the big old church bus. It carries 24 people. It's got a cool sound system. No air. We're going to lower the windows. We're going to have, we're going to have a rolling party. Okay? We're going to have a rolling party. We're going to take you to three or four taco stands all over the town. We did the taco crawl. We're going to grow together. Okay? We're going to grow. Hey, I promise you, you will grow. We did the taco crawl. Seven pounds of growth right here. Okay? So, <laughs> and we're just going to have fun. I want to encourage you to have some stinking fun. 
Man, and if you notice you laughing or having a good time at church really irritates people around you, go for it. You know, let's, let's, drive that, let's drive that upset, naggy spirit out the building, okay? Let's just have some fun. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to have some fun. Uh, summer schedule, starting Memorial Day weekend, uh, 6 on Sunday or Saturday night, uh, 9.30 on Sunday morning, and, and we're going to make the services fun. We're not going to be rushed for time because we'll just have the one. Uh, you, you, you know, we might actually get out later than the 11 o'clock. Oh, that would only be me having fun. Okay, well, anyways, it's, 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 it's going to be awesome. Uh, last, last night, though, uh, Berta said something about, yeah, if you show up at 11, we're just going to wave on our way out. And I'm thinking, no, just make your way in. We won't even notice. But uh, anyways, hey, I, I, I want you to open your Bible. Go to Joshua chapter 10. Uh, but, but I want to ask you again, can you swim? Can you swim? See, there was a grandpa who, who put in a pool and he, but he was, he was conscientious, and he, he was practical, and so he, he did all the safety stuff. He, he put the fence around the pool, and, and you know, it's going to keep everybody safe, but, uh, uh, and he had, a, he had a bunch of grandkids, so he even went as far as to pay for each of the grandkids' swimming lessons, okay? They're going to go get swimming lessons. You're going to pay for the swimming lessons, and, and they're, they're up and rolling. And one day, they were out at the pool, and a bunch of family members were over, and one of the grandkids came up, a little boy, come running up, and he goes, hey, Pops, I can swim, I can swim. And so Pops threw him in the pool. Right there at the deep end, just and he sunk like a rock. And he looked up at the dad, who's at the other end of the pool, and he said, you might, you might want to get him. He can't swim. See, a lot of us in church life are like that little boy. We like to splash around in the water. We come to church and splash around in the charismatic pool. Right? We, 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 enjoy, we enjoy it, but there's a lot of lifeguards around. We, 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 we represent, we project ourselves as a real swimmer. But the problem is, is that most of the time when trouble comes, we're not at Grandpa's house. We're off someplace on our own, and life presents itself, and we call ourselves a swimmer, but we sink like rocks. Why? Well, because we didn't practice our swimming, you know, when we should have. We put that part off because, you know, it's like, hey, I'm not learning the Word of God. I'm not getting, I'm not ingesting the Word of God. I'm not getting, I'm not getting ready for nothing. Uh, I'll do that when God comes because, you know, we, it's like we sang this morning, God, you're in control. Well, well, wait a minute. If God's in control, if God is in control the way you think he's in control, then, you know, it, then if he's just going to make the right thing happen no matter what occurs. You, you know, it, it, see, here's the problem is God has given you dominion and he's given you authority and you are in control. And when you want him to take control, that means that you have fulfilled all of your responsibilities that you have control over, that you have done, having done all. We heard a little girl say it last weekend, I think, you know, it was a 15, 16 year old kid got up here and told you, hey, I, I, I've done everything I could do. So now it, that's when I can begin to trust God. See, a lot of us are trusting God, but not enough to actually do what he said. And, and see, we, we want to claim the promises, but we don't know any of them. We, we, we want his word to work, but we don't want to work the word, right? Because, uh, you know, we, we ain't going to get that seed and get it down in the soil of our heart. No, we, we want God to take over so I can do whatever I want. And I'm going to tell you something, that if you do that, you're going to be disappointed. Look at your neighbor and say, disappointment sucks. The word disappointment, dis is the prefix, which was added to the beginning of the word to change the word 
dis is the prefix that means to push or press out of. So you get push or press out of your appointment. Your appointment is where your authority is at. It's where your power is at. It's where your joy is at. It's where your anointing is at. And the enemy who just uses life, just life, it ain't, man, it ain't nothing special you got going on. I know you think your deal is the biggest deal in the whole stinking world, but it ain't no, it's no different than, than the other guy's deal. Yeah, but we're about to lose our house. They've lost theirs. Yeah, but cancer's, they've had it. Hello, somebody. You know, we're all dealing with the stuff. It, 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 but, but, but the deal is, is that, man, we, we just, well, okay, let's learn to swim. Huh? Man, I'm telling you, if, if you, if you will just learn to swim, you can up your ask. But do not up your ask if you're not going to swim. Fair enough? Okay, let's pray. We're going home. No, not yet. I've got to have some more fun. Joshua chapter 10. You got it? You find it? So, on the, so, so over here, this side has the Bible memorized. They don't need no screen. Don't give me no stinking screen. Okay. <laughs> so Joshua and his entire army, including his best warriors. Can I just tell you that when you go in pursuit of the promise of, that God has for your life, you need to have some warriors with you. Okay, look. you, you, you got to listen quicker because, you know, when you listen slow, I feel like I need to explain stuff or preach it, and then I get all Pentecostal and it just sucks up time. Uh, okay, if you're going to go for the promise of God, you better have some warriors on your side. You better be connected to some warriors. You do, you do not need any wieners. Hello. Man, you, 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 you might want to separate. You, you can still be nice. Hi. And, you know, I carry Annie around. Annie is, like, going to be one in just a few days, right? She's having her first birthday, by the way, if you want to send gifts. No, it's, here, here's, don't do that. I was just, I'm just having fun. But, uh, but you know what? Annie's smart enough to say hi, but she won't go to just anybody. I mean, she says hi to everybody. So you can say hi to everybody, but you better not be just going to just anybody. Some of you guys let yourself go to people that you have no business going to. Why? Because they suck the life out of you. You know, it's not that I think I'm better than others. I mean, with Christ, I'm way better than I used to be, right? Oh, you think you're better than me? Well, you ain't got God, I got God. Yeah, we're better. Okay, but here's the deal. Here's what I know. See, if, if you and I get into like a trash-talking contest, you lose, okay? Because it's like a natural gift. I think of stuff before I think of it. I hear it coming out my mouth. I'm going, dude, that was good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a natural proclivity to function with the unction. You know what I'm saying? And, and I know that in the wrong environment, I won't go right. I'll go wrong. So there are moments I have to be ultra selective, not because I'm better than you, but I can't risk being like you if you're leaning negative. I mean, you understand that? I mean, please forgive me for being so weak. Because I'm telling you, that's, it's, it's not a strength I'm talking about. 
You know, I, I, and you know, and I've had to find triggers and, and deal with them. It used to be if you haunted me, you better run. That one's, that, that's in the past. But, you know, it, it's, it's like, but, but man, if, if, you're, if you're a down individual, I can't be with you. Not because you're down. Well, shouldn't you care? No, you don't understand. I am caring. Because if I get with you and you're down, you're going downer. Let's talk to the guys who know me. Okay? You know, I will do everything in my power to elevate you, but if you're not going up, see, when you're on the elevator, you're pushing the buttons. So if you're pushing down buttons, I got to get off. You don't need people going down if you're going for your promise. And some of you are addicted to finding downers. And it's like, because, because there's an empty thing in you. You're created by God who's very passionate. And he gave you, matter of fact, you know, dude, I, I don't know if I'm going to actually get to this message or not. I'm going to try. But, but, but here's the deal. The Bible says that, hey, uh, you know, you, 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 you have been called, uh, but, but let us walk, walk worthy of the vocation for, to which we've been called. The vocation. Everybody say vocation. Okay. Vocation uh, is vocal Vocal, there's a voice. So the thing in your life, you see, you ought to love what you do so that you can do what you love. And, and, and so, you, you, so I didn't say quit your job. Most of you already did that a long time ago. What you need to do is you need to love what you do. You need to recognize that there's purpose in where God's put you. See, if you, if you are a child of God, how many child of God do I have today? Do I have any children of God in the house? Well, if you're, a, if you're a mature child of God, you're not in the wrong spot. You've been led by the Spirit of God because Romans 8, 14 says that the sons of God, the daughters of God, are led by the Spirit of God. And if you're led by the Spirit of God, then you couldn't be in the wrong place because the Spirit of God ain't wrong. So he's got you exactly where you need to be. Well, I don't like it. That's, so what? It ain't about you. If you're going to be the leader that God's called you to be, you lose the right to think about yourself. So you're, well, it's so dark here. Well, then it should make you look even better. I mean, even a little glimmer looks good in the darkness. Yeah, but how could God be in this? We've all said that. But David said, I looked behind me and whoops, you were there. In other words, I walked right through seasons of my life and didn't even recognize your presence. But now I know if it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't have walked right through. So he said to walk worthy of the vocation to which you were called. So there's a call on your life. I didn't call you. Your mama didn't call you. The guy sitting next to you didn't call you. God called you. And some of you act like you weren't called by God, which is why you're struggling living like you know God. Because he's been, he, it's by God. It is God who has saved us and called us, not according to our purpose or plan, but according to his. So it's God who saved you, and it's God who called you. But if you don't recognize the call, then you have to, you don't live like you're called. You have to try to live like you're saved. When you're trying to live like you're saved, it's all about rules and regulations, and everything gets hard, and you get to feeling worse about yourself. But see, when you live like you're called, you realize that, hey, where I am, at, where, no matter where I am, it's the place that God's led me by his spirit. Well, why did he lead me here? So that I could see the purpose that's inside of other people and help them recognize that. See, there's a passion inside of you. You're built with passion. You're built by a God who's filled with passion. You, you are built with a passion, but some of you don't recognize the call, the purpose on your life, so you have to be passionate about something. That's why you're so negative. I realize that it's summer. It might be the last time I see you for months. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a plateful. Okay, see, well, why? Because that passion's trying to get out, and you're frustrated. Why are you frustrated? Because you don't live like you're called. 
Well, I don't want to find out that you telling me that this mess I'm in is God's fault. <laughs> no, God causes all things to work together for good. So he led you into a situation. Here's the deal. I've been in situations I have absolutely 100% totally screwed up. But God used me in that screwed up spot to show that his mercy is everlasting. Oh, you ought to be celebrating. Your vocation, it has the word vocal in it, okay? It, why? Because it's, it's you responding to a call, to a voice. You're responding to a voice. You, you, why do I need the word of God? Because you, got, you, have, to, you have to stir up, you, you have to stir up uh, your, the spirit of God. You have to stir up that faith. You, you, you have to get a hold. You have to get a hold, man. You got, you got to get a hold of it. You got to learn to swim. You got to practice in private so you can execute in public. You, you got to get ready. Why? You're going for a ride. Look at somebody say, you're going for a ride. How many ready to go for a ride? Be careful, be careful. Yeah, yeah, hey, 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 you've been whining about the one you've been on for five years. Come on, dude. You ready to go for a ride? I mean, God's looking at us saying, hey, you want to up your ask? Are you sure? Look at, look at your neighbor and say, I'm sure. I have to jump to this verse because, because of, of a problem I have. It's called that stupid timer. Hebrews 10, I want you to see this. Hebrews 10 let us hold fast. Let's just read it out loud together right off this screen over here. Can you guys need to borrow my glasses? Okay, right here. One, two, three. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. One more time. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Okay, I want to point out that it doesn't say let you, but it says let us. See, if you're going after the promise, you've got to have your warriors with you. Why? Because you've got to have an us. So as well as up in your ask, you might want to up your us. Just being, I'll prophesy to you. You need more strong, godly friends. You need some Bible thumpers in your world. You need somebody who can preach. I'm not talking on the weekend. I'm talking Tuesday at 10.37 a.m. When you're dealing with something that nobody here is ever going to find out about. Let us hold fast. Everybody say hold fast. Hold fast. I love this. This, this. this hold fast thing, this hold fast thing, it's actually two holds. Let us hold, hold. Or you could put it this way. Get a grip on your grip. Okay, get a grip on your grip to the profession of your faith. Okay, okay, why? Because it's your call. You're called of God. You're called of God. You think I'm in the ministry. That's funny. I'm here to equip you for the work of the ministry. I ain't talking about parking cars or serving ice cream cones, whether they're chocolate or vanilla. Talking about living the life that God's, God's using you outside of this building in a much, much bigger way than he's using the team on the inside. And what you got to do is you got to learn to swim. You got to practice in private so you don't sink in public. Okay? And, and, and he's telling you how right here. And he says, get, get a grip 
on your grip. Picture, picture a bull rider in the chute. You've seen that, right? You watch TV or been to the rodeo and watch it on the big screen. The camera zooms in. The guy's on the bull. The bull's got snot everywhere. There's guacamole on every place. And, and, and he's sitting on the bull and he's taking his time. He ain't in no big hurry. You know, it's, it's it, one of the things that's it's always been weird for me because, uh, uh, you know, it used to be back in the day, <laughs> Keith, you'll remember this, uh, uh, back in the day when people come to sing a special, did it drive you nuts that it took them 13 minutes to, to, to set the congregation up for their three-minute song? <laughs> it, it, it just used to drive me crazy. Get them, and, and they come up to sing their special. You're going to have to just really pray for me today as I sing. I'm thinking, good God, we're going to have to pray all right. <laughs> I won't go there. Some of y'all, you're not ready for that much fun. Okay, picture, picture the guy on the bull in the chute, and he's wrapping that rope. Which if I, if I had more than five minutes, I'd tell you something about the word hope. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope it, that, that Greek word is, this, is the word we get, our English word, rope. So without a rope, you ain't got a hope. That would, that would like preach. You hear me, Wade? Okay, so, so, so check it out. So he's got the rope, which is his only hope. He, he's going for a ride. Eight seconds. Oh, shoot, that's nothing. Eight seconds. Okay. Eight seconds, and he's taking his time. He takes longer than eight seconds to, to get ready. See, some of you guys won't put any time into getting ready for something that ain't going to last as long. You know. Anyways. So he's, he's, he's wrapping the rope, and then what's he do? He starts hitting it. Right? What's he doing? He's getting a grip on his grip. He does not sit there going, hi, hi. When you open the chute, I'll start wrapping the rope. Some of you waiting for the chute door to open, and you ain't got no hope yet. See, that's what I'm talking about when you're getting in the word, right? Is that you're taking that word and you're wrapping it. Cinching it up. Sent you up. What am I doing? I'm getting a grip on my grip. You call yourself a believer and you don't know three verses. I know I need to be careful lest I offend some of you more mature believers. You don't spend any time in the Word. You, you counting on lifeguards. You're hoping that somebody dives in the pool and swims down, picks you up, and resuscitates you. And then you can complain about how cold the water was. I know I'm talking to somebody. I know I ain't talking to everybody. Because even when Jesus called them out of the boat, there's 12 there, only one got out. That's not a super great percentage. But I know I'm talking to somebody that God's saying, hey, you could trade in that casual believer thing and get some real faith rolling here. 
You, 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 you could take that, that, hey, I'm believing God for a parking spot, and you could, you could elevate that faith life and get to, to, a, to a place that's so stinking audacious that you live a, an every single day of your life to humiliate hell, that you're not afraid to walk right into the lion's den and tell the sucker to lay down, we're going to take a nap. See, you could look at your current situation today. I said you could look at your current situation today, and you can describe everything that's wrong with it. But the problem is, is that the more you talk about what's wrong with it, the more you empower what is wrong. Why? Because you don't talk faith. You talk doubt. You talk unbelief. You talk deception. See, it's not enough to have the word, but now you got to speak the word, right? Because speaking the word is how you continue it, right? To, to hear the word is to begin, but to continue is to speak it. And, and man, I'm telling you, when you begin to obey it, now, now you're becoming it, and you become the word that becomes flesh. The word becomes flesh. Man, when you become the epitome of that the word becomes flesh, and it's called you. It's called you, and you, you say, no weapon formed. So most of the time when people say, no weapon formed against me can prosper, it's more like, <laughs> no, no weapon formed. <laughs> I know it's that. God, you said, no, God, you said, no weapon formed. I'm not mocking you. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> why, why are we like that? Because you can't swim. Well, be nice to them. Maybe they'll learn. Ain't worked yet. Let's get real for a minute. You're dealing with baby stuff. God wants you to deal. Hey, Joshua, we, we won't go back and read it because I have 47 seconds, but, but Joshua took his warriors and they marched all night off of promise. When God said, hey, there won't be one of them be able to stand against you. The victory is yours. You realize the victory preceded the battle. So if you get in victory after the battle, you wait way behind. If you wait till after the victory or a- after the battle to, to, to be a possessor of the victory, you're going to drown in the battle. You have to have the victory before you have the battle. That just seems so weird. You have to know how to swim before you get in the water. Does that help you? Like, if you can't swim, stay out the pool. But I want to be in the pool. Not if you can't swim. Learn to swim. See, if you can't, if you can't swim on your own, you better start learning. Josh, man, he's leading these guys into that battle. And God said, he, and he's going off of a promise. He has an intimate relationship with the word from God. That's why it's so weird to me that when you ask a believer, hey, what do you believe in God for? And they get all frustrated because they're trying to memorize a scripture. Like, what do you believe in God for? I'm believing God for cities. I'm, I'm believing God. You know what God's starting to deal with me on? And it's really weird because, it, you know what, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to, it's gonna have to like, involve a bunch of other people because it's, it's not going to be me. Uh, 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 be, because I'm, I'm starting to believe God because I'm starting to believe I'm hearing from God, right? And sometimes I'm slow. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm slow. It takes, it takes, it, why? Well, because it's like, I don't know. I, I don't want to go there. Uh, I have to hurry. But, oh, maybe I should just close and not tell you what I'm believing God for. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm, I'm starting to think that God's going to have us. I mean, I know that there's several campuses in our future, 
But uh, I, I think that there's a campus that's going to impact a bunch of Spanish-speaking people. And here's what's crazy. Hey, hey, you can only clap. You do not have the right to have an opinion about something you, that you're not going to participate in. That's like a law. But, but it's like, man, I'm believing God for something, but I will have victory before the battle starts. I will. Because I know I'm going to be around a bunch of Christian people that are going to struggle in the middle of the battle. See, Joshua's leading them in there, and, and, and he's, he's got the victory before he goes. And, 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 and when he showed up, it surprised the enemy. You know what would shock the enemy? You coming after him instead of waiting for him to come after you. Some of you are so surprised you have a problem. Well, I guess you weren't heading off to kick devil booty then. You know, if you're going to live a life that humiliates hell, there's a pretty good chance you're going to collide with some hell. And, and, and they begin to take these enemies out. They caught them by surprise. And the Bible says that, 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 that God began to, to, to send hail. <laughs> I love this part. All hail broke loose. <laughs> Can you just picture God? He's in heaven and he's got the angels and, the, and he's handing out slingshots. And, and the Bible says that more were killed by the hail than the Israelites killed with their sword. But the sun was beginning to set. And, and, and some of them were running and they're headed for the timber and the trees. And Joshua knew if they get back there in the shadows, man, that, that thing's going to get away. And we got we to kill these enemies. And some of your enemies, some, some, some of your enemy is, is living in the shadows. And, and you haven't been able to get there. You haven't, you, haven't, you know, you, you go in after dark, you can't find it. And you need to elevate the light. And so Joshua, he says, man, man, this is the day. This is the day the Lord has made. This is the day I'm going to deal with that enemy. And this is the day. This is the day. I ain't let, I'm not letting that sucker hide out in some dark place in my world. So he asked, he, he upped his ass. You know what he said? Hey, hey, son, stand still been scientifically proven. I had like 19 people last night tell me, you know that's been scientifically proven. Is that, do we need that? If you need it, there it is. It's scientifically proven. And he said, let the sun stand still. Let the moon hang right there. God went, done. So we serve a God that we can ask when you're in pursuit when you're going to demonstrate Satan's defeat when you're going after the fight instead of letting the fight come to you you elevate yourself to a position of power that you can get a promise from God and you can get a victory before the battle starts and you can begin to say God I'm going to up my ass and he will he will respond the Bible says there ain't never been a day like that before or since that's the day hey this is the day for you this is your day of breakthrough this is your day come on get this team up here get this team up here this is your day this is your day of break don't you stop right now you take the battle to the enemy. Come on, somebody.